0: Remember, you are not the mind, you are not your thoughts, you are not the intellect. Beyond all of this is the soul which is spiritual energy. When this unruly mind throws a thought that you do not wish to adopt, just distance yourself from it, you are not obliged. To accept every emotion that the mind throws towards you. Today, I thought I'll speak to you all about mindfulness. I am sure you have had the experience where something from the environment immediately made your emotions shoot up and you reacted to it only to regret later on that by getting annoyed, the situation got further spoiled, or you did not say the best thing you could have on the occasion or you reacted in anger where it was not really necessary. Why does all this happen? Well, all of us have this built-in lower nature with the amygdala in the brain in it that is always watching out for our protection. In the case of animals, it triggers the fight-or-flight response when it senses danger. And for us humans, the amygdala sometimes takes over. This behavior is emotionally destructive to me. Take immediate action. This is called by psychologists the amygdala hijack, where you react ...from your lower nature. But it does not have to be that way. Because if we keep acting by the programming of our emotions... ...then we are not behaving in the best possible manner. So, the concept of mindfulness is becoming popular worldwide as a technique for cutting away the emotional reactions that have been programmed in us. The concept behind is this. When emotions arise, don't respond immediately, but just watch them. Like, for example, when you go to the zoo, you see animals in cages. Now, these animals, the ferocious carnivores, are good to look at as long as they are in a cage. But if they were allowed to come out of the cage, then all hell would be let loose. Likewise, if you see an emotion of anger or disgust arising, You just watch it without participating in it. Which means you distance yourself from it. This enables you to ride the emotions. Just as people do surfing on the beach sides, the gentle waves enable people to surf them if they have the expertise. So with the help of mindfulness, we can serve our emotions if we have learned the art. This mindfulness is becoming extremely popular amongst academic circles, in corporations now as medical intervention techniques. Because it doesn't require surrender, doesn't require belief in the afterlife, etc. It's a simple, non-committal spiritual tool. Actually, it has been pulled out of the Buddhist tradition. The Buddha, he emphasized awareness. Our mind tends to lament over the past Worry for the future or be anxious in the present. The Buddha wanted us to free our mind from these kind of reactive thought patterns. So he emphasized awareness. In particular, four kinds of awareness. The first, awareness of your bodily sensations. I am feeling the urge to eat a chocolate cake. So rather than immediately gratifying the urge, just watch it. The second is awareness of the feelings that arise. Oh, there's a surge of anger that is coming up because of what he or she is saying. The third. The emotions that are arising as a consequence of these feelings, how I am intending to react. And the fourth, awareness of our perception of the environment. I am perceiving. Dallas is a crowded place. So it is just a perception. It could very well be different. Dallas is the center of this whole country. So whatever be the perceptions, they are, after all, perspectives. The Buddha said, take a step back and be aware. That will be extremely helpful in writing the waves of your emotions and choosing the best possible responses to any situation. Very few people around the world are aware that this mindfulness was taught thousands of years before the Buddha in Vedic literature in a far deeper manner as Sakshi-Bhav. So, what is Sakshi-Bhav? Witness mentality. It requires, first of all, an understanding of who am I. So, the Bhagavad Gita informs us that we are not the body, we are not the mind, we are not the intellect. (laughs) Humīrāpa na lovāyu khammano buddhirevaca ahankāra itiyamme bhinnā prakṛti ras tadā Krishna says Arjun these are all different aspects of my material energy your mind as well your intellect and ego as well and apareya itas tvanyam prakritim vidhime param jivabhuta mahabaho yadam dharyate jagat beyond all of this is the soul which is spiritual energy so sakshi bhav says that remember you are not the mind you are not your thoughts you are not the intellect So, whatever drama tends to start playing there, you just distance yourself and watch it. This dissociating yourself from every thought that happens to pass your mind reduces the grip of that thought upon you. One lady came to me. She had a newborn child who was three months old and she said, Swamiji, I'm in dire trouble. I said, what happened? She said, you will not believe it's to do with my baby. I said, to do with your baby? Are you having thoughts of picking your baby and slamming her against the wall? She said, "Ha!" How did you come to know? I said, you know, I am a spiritual teacher since the last 40 years. I know the tricks the mind plays. Now what had happened? A thought had entered the mind of this lady. The mind being a machine that creates 60,000 thoughts a day had created amongst other things My child, so loving, I love her. And a stray thought had come of slamming the baby against the wall. Now, if she had not paid attention to the thought, in a fraction of a second, it would have died off and not affected her consciousness. The mistake she made was that she identified herself as the author of the thought. Oh my God! What did I do? I thought such an inauspicious thought." And by adopting the thought, she energized it further. And the consequence was, it came to her again, and then again, and then again. And slowly, a neural pathway got etched, where that became a prominent thought in her consciousness. I was recently in my tour of USA. I will not mention the city. One lady came to me and said, Swamiji, I'm in dire trouble. I said, what is the problem? She said, a few months ago, my brother passed away from cancer. I said, I'm so sorry to hear that. My condolences. She said, Swamiji, that's not the problem. Ever since that happened, The thought has come to me, I can get cancer. I can get cancer. And I'm perpetually fearful of getting cancer. And then I heard from your lectures that by our thoughts we attract circumstances to us. So now I'm absolutely in morbid dread that I'm going to attract cancer to myself. I said, you have my assurance. You're not going to attract any such thing. Just be peaceful. She said, Swamiji, thank you so much. Please put your hand on my head to confirm. So the same thing happened here. One thought came by. I can fall sick. And she adopted it. I thought like this. And the thought became energized. So Sakshi Bhav witness mentality. It says that when this unruly mind throws a thought that you do not wish to adopt, just distance yourself from it. You are not obliged to accept every emotion that the mind throws towards you. And that is where mind management comes in the utilization of the intellect, I will not think like this. I will think like that. So, Sakshi Bhav is one of the primary sadhanas of the path of Jnana Yoga. Witness consciousness. Watch your mind. And if you can proceed further, you can even watch your intellect. And then, with a little bit of effort, you can watch your ego. Oh, this pride, it wants to rear its head. I will not adopt it. This is a good tool to have in your spiritual armory. But in the path of Bhakti Yoga, it can very easily be utilized with something else attached to it and that is your intention. Whenever you get to doing something, let us say that somebody has shouted at you. Now The emotional reaction would be to shout back, but that may only aggravate the situation. That may not be a solution. It may make you feel better because you have vented your anger. But what is the guarantee? That this was a solution-oriented approach, which should have been the mature response of a mature person. Not a problem. Why did you shout at me? But a solution. How do I solve this problem? So, in the path of bhakti, you clarify your intention in any work why am i speaking to this person why am i doing it well the bhagavad gita tells us yat si, shiyad si, dadasi yat tapasyaasi kaunteya tatkurushvam adarpanam arjun whatever you do whatever austerities you perform Whatever you eat, whatever you give away in charity, do your every work as an offering to me. So in every work, wherever the emotions start rising, you watch them rise. Now you just distance yourself and say, why am I in this for the pleasure of God? How should I respond? That will be the best in the service of God. It may be that your best response may be to shout back, but that would be a rare tool. Like the saying goes, if the only tool you have in your armory is a sledgehammer, then everything seems to you like a nail. And in general, you can often discuss things with understanding etc. to resolve the raised tempers. So, we have covered the whole sequence from mindfulness to the Buddhist detailed viewpoint to Sakshi Bhav, to doing everything with intention.